Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How is your June going so far? Very good, thank you. Just sipping my coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the 2nd of June. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway, anyway, we can talk about my documentary later on. Absolutely, yeah, well done. Well if done. anybody has any questions just off the back of it regarding mm. rescuing puppies or doggies, 87 188 very insightful it was Thank Lucy you. Kennedy Thank you. Uh, enough, nice cup of coffee there how's, that? how's yeah, that going down it's delicious had a nice big old glug so do you think uh, that coffee or tea helps you stay awake um, I don't know I, yeah. I, the first thing I have is a cup of tea in the morning I have a shower and a cup of yeah, tea yeah. I feel like that may not necessarily help me stay awake but it definitely gives me a little whooshka to get going it's almost like that's that's the routine you have to do that yes yeah and then you'll have coffee when you come in here you'll have a coffee on the way in yeah yeah and yeah. that's the same and you'll use the same cup and regurgitate regurgitate the coffee I, al- I also um, I also microwave my coffee rather than very bizarre yeah okay thank you no, it is. It's a bit weird. You can you're weird. You're weird. No, you're weird. Now, because research, I'm bringing you some research. Bring it. Scientists studied 275 sleep-deprived participants, right? Yeah. In this study. Can you imagine 275 people just yawning? <sighs> just a bit all the time going, what's yeah. this research about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave some of them a cup of coffee. They gave some of them a cup of tea and to help them stay awake. But they found out that it won't stop you making mistakes at work. Right, okay. So some people think, have a cup of coffee, you're going to feel much better, much more alert. You're not. You're still going to make mistakes. Right. And if you think that having a cup of coffee might cause you to not make a medical mistake or not be involved in a car accident, you're wrong. Oh. Because apparently they tried this out in a lot of surgeons and the surgeons made terrible medical mistakes, taking out the wrong bits from people. Yeah. Um, And they thought, I'd be okay because I had a cup of coffee. Now, obviously, they didn't do it on real... Uh, medical students they did it probably on that game operation you know yeah um, which is not good training which is not good training no, no but caffeine increases energy reduces sleepiness can improve your mood but it absolutely does not replace a full night's sleep yeah. and does not stop you from making mistakes in work okay there you go so it's a myth the caffeine gets you up and going and rearing. Yes. On fire. And it's a myth and a complete myth that if you have a few scoops, give your man a cup of coffee, walk him around the room, and sure, he'll be grand. That's a wow. myth as well, yeah. So just don't, you know, coffee is not going to stop you making a mistake. Okay. That's all I'd like to say. But it will stimulate your brain. Yes. It'll keep you, oh, Jesus. Jittery. Yeah. But I find, like, you know, you know, if you're hanging around all day or, I don't mm. know, if you're filming or just having a long day and mm. you overdo the coffee, it does affect your sleep. Yes, it does. It does affect... It also makes you feel bit, quite sick, I yeah, find. Yeah, feel a bit queasy. I'm feel sort bit, of... Bit, come bit. midday, that's it. No more coffee for me. Yeah. Sort of do, but I'll have five cups, but that's it then. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we've burst the myth there, folks. Good morning, everybody. Everybody, that's the corona. Is addicted to progress, addicted to caffeine, addicted to everything. Caffeine, caffeine. Caffeine, sorry, it's Ireland's classic hits. There you go, I'm making mistakes already, but I've had my coffee and I'm ready to go. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. It is the 2nd of June. Yes. Good luck to you. Dio Shay ah, We spoke to him yesterday. Yeah, I should remember his age. Oh my god. It was yesterday. 40, I should remember. 46. On the button. Thank you very much. Only joking. 45, the same as me. Sorry, I thought he said he was 46. Nope. 
Well, I still get it anyway. You still get it because you've been two years. years. Liam Cunningham, Game of Thrones, Irish actor. And also recently doing ads for, it's a Hyundai all over uh, RTE. In, no in way, yeah, yeah. I thought it was quite weird. that. Le- I don't know weird. why I thought it was weird that he was doing it, but he is doing it. Weird. I painted a handball alley with him. Uh, up I don't his, know what that means. Up in Ballyshannon. There was a handball alley that needed repairing and painting. Yes. Dirty old towns. Ah, the weekend challenge. The weekend challenge. Right. Slash, slash. Oh, and a really nice guy, actually. We had a great afternoon. Yeah. Liam, it must be now. Doesn't remember you. Yeah, go on. Liam does, actually. Yeah, I spotted him recently. Shush, shush. <clears throat> so Liam is probably... Probably. 68. 60. Oh, you won't get a call from him now, mate. Sergio Aguero. Sorry, what age did you say? 60. 60. Oh, Sergio Aguero, Manchester City player. Why are you doing that? Sorry, I just need to clear my nose. I thought you were making an impression of Sergio Aguero for Sergio some reason. Sergio Aguero. Played his last game for Manchester City last Saturday night in the Champions League. Didn't win the title, did you? Yeah, big Argentinian. Okay, thank okay. you so much. What age is the job? I Probably at this stage, 35. Probably 33. I'll get it. You I take will it. get it, thank yeah, you. yeah. That's two in the door. Two in the door, one on the floor. Not bad, thank you. In what year did P.T. Barm- Barnum, Barnum, which the guy, the greatest showman is based yeah, on, yeah. begin his circus, their well, first tour of America? Thank you for asking. 1876. 1835. Shazba. Good luck to you. Please stop swearing. It's very rude. Okay, sorry. In what year did Italian engineer and inventor Guglielmo... Uh, wow. Go on, call him here for his dinner. Guglielmo Marconi. Guglio. Guglio? Marconi, the radio Marconi. lad. Applied for the first ever patent for a system of wireless t- telegraphy. Ah, you know there's a the famous radio. house down in Rosslare with a little plaque on it. And Marconi House, isn't that where Today FM and all well, are? that's because they named it after that. Yeah. But there's, the house where Marconi actually sent his first radio signal is a little house across the road from Kelly's Hotel. No way. Way. How do you pronounce his first name? Guglio. It's not Guglio, he's Guglielmo. Guglielmo. No, that sounds like a salami. <laughs> Mr. Mar- Mr. Marconi. Mr. Marconi. Uh, 1907. 19, no, 1896. I was going to say that. And finally. Two on the door. Two on the floor. Four on the, three on the floor. What three? There's three on the floor and two on the door, because we've done five. In what year was the TV show The Wire first aired on the telly? That's a good question. Thank you. On this day in... Um, wow, that's a great question. Hurry up. Shush now. That's very rude. Well, you told me to hurry up. Just hurry. No, there I again. have to go. There, you're here till death. <laughs> I have to go to the toilet. Ah, uh, c- go on, come back and no, I'll, I'll probably have worked it out. hurry up. Okay, 2004. Ah, oh, I'll give you that, 2002. Oh, thank you very much. I knew I'd get there. Thank you for coming. Good luck to you. You've won nothing, but you're a great participant. And who would you like to say hello to at home? To my mum, Fran. Good morning. Thank you for uh, all morning, the good Fran. education. Thanks Three on the door. Me. Three on the floor. Three on the floor. Beat that Three tomorrow. Good luck to you. Alrighty, guys. There is this TikToker who has put up her pregnancy cravings on TikTok. Yeah. Some of them are absolutely disgusting. Do you want to hear them? Go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Strawberries with salt. Okay, I could get that. You could get that? Yeah. She's giving it two out of ten. She's okay. saying, ew. Okay. Nutella and mayonnaise. Oh, no. She's giving it seven out of ten. Wow, okay. Yep. Okay. Porridge on a rice cake. <laughs> I can see you eating that. Oh, 12 out of ten. She says, try it now. 12 out of ten? Is ah! that good? It's that good. Tuna and peanut butter. Oh, oh please, please. 
She's saying eight out of ten, quite nice. Apple and toothpaste. No, well, toothpaste is quite nice when you think about Apple it. Apple and toothpaste. I could, I could put toothpaste. She's retching. She's retching. Oh, she just she? puked. Yeah. Oh, she didn't. Did she? She did. And what did she? What did she give Apple and toothpaste? Well, she just ran to the loo and vomed. Oh no, that's she's, terrible. She's moving on to a spaghetti sandwich. I think I'm getting it sick myself. That woman, right? That woman went viral. She has 75 oh. million likes. Yeah. Uh, uh, other things that she does, uh, you might be interested, is she has ice cream on toast. Oh. Oh, a peanut Why? butter and pickles. Because Why? it's a pregnancy I craving. I just don't get it. What did you have? Did I anything? didn't have anything did weird. Did you not? No, I didn't. Well, Burger King. Burger King. Well, sure you have that now. <laughs> no, but I had a lot. Did you? Yeah, I had a lot. My sister used to have about 15 oranges a day. Apparently oranges yeah, is something yeah. people go for. I've heard that. Didn't really get the coal, didn't the coal or anything, or briquette. Yes. I didn't do anything like that. People have, I've seen, people have heard Capri of... Capri Suns, a lot of people love Capri Suns for some reason. Maybe the vitamins, the vitamin C or something, because yeah. it was oranges and Capri Sun. Uh, I had, had a really craving. bad morning sickness, though. Oh, did you? All three okay. times, for 18 weeks. Anne had a craving for on the firstborn, hey, morning, Alex, um, for really spicy food. Oh yeah, spicy food. Yeah, that can be a big thing. Now we for used boys. to eat, we used to eat Mexican literally all the time, yeah. all the time, and she couldn't get it spicy enough. And I've always said that within about ten months, Alex was able to eat spicy food. But did she not get very bad heartburn? No, I my heartburn was quite bad. No, I can't remember. She was she was sick. There was sickness, but I can't. But I do remember just this spicy. You could not get it spicy enough for her. Wow. Um, if there's something out there, is there a craving? Did you crave anything when Anne was pregnant? Yeah, wine. Okay, good job. Mm. Good job. It's a weird, it was a weird craving. I'm not going to ask you questions. And you well, can't why would I involved. crave anything when she was pregnant? My I don't body. know. Well, you hear like guys putting on like six, six pounds too. Oh, the phantom pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. I can't remember. I do remember wine. Richie lost weight because all he'd watch me do is vom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And eat Burger King. Wow, what a lovely time! What a lovely image, Lucy Kennedy. Uh, if you've got if you've got a weird one, oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. I'd love to know. It yeah, give us your weird pregnancy yeah. craving, or did you find any of those five things in any way tasty? Now it's eleven minutes after seven o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning to the hotels, producer Mike. The hotels are all open up again today. Which is amazing. Yes, it is. And it's another great day. I think this is another really positive day, actually. It is. Uh, because you can go to a hotel and uh, have your breakfast. I love a hotel breakfast. Who's going to be the first person in Ireland to have breakfast in bed in a hotel? Uh, who's the first person in Ireland who's going to get that knock at about 11 o'clock on uh, room service? Is anyone in there, please? Can we clean the room? Can we clean it? Or will they even bother cleaning the rooms today? Just let you just do whatever you want. Yeah, well, do you know what? I'm I'm weird that way. I prefer to go down for the breakfast now, I have to say. Oh, I don't like the room service. Ah, I no, find no. it awkward. Ah, no, no, breakfast in bed, man, myself. And they can come in. I don't care whatever state I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but I bet they yeah, care. Yeah, I might just have a curtain draped around me at that stage, oh, but just I, for I, breakfast I, in bed. Go on, stick your sausages over there. <laughs> hey. I can't wait for those days. Now, okay, so if you are opening up your uh, hotel today, and there's so many, I don't know actually if they are open now, or whether it's like a staggering, or it's midday, or 
or what? I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I think it's time. I think it's open from now, from okay. this morning. Yeah, okay. we're going to speak to someone in the hotel business, someone who owns a hotel later on. Actually. All right, okay. So if you are opening up right now, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight, we'll give you a little bit of a roll call. So if your hotel, no matter how big, no matter how small, is opening up now today, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. But this is the start of many things opening up because there's many events now have been planned. Yeah, I mean, June 10th, coming up very soon, uh, is the first gig to take place yeah. since this pandemic hit us. And um, do you want to know who it is? I'd be interested to see your reaction on this. Well, I, I think I heard it okay. somewhere this morning. Is it uh, James Vincent McMorrow yes, in is. the Ivy Gardens? Okay. Um, How many who, people? Uh, so it's 500 people. You'd be uh, able to Ivy name Gardens. them. Uh, June 10th, yeah, for James James Vincent McMorrow. Well, he's a very chilled kind of guy. Yeah, they need that. So that they, will yeah. suit the 500 people, I think. Then uh, a sporting event, the first sporting event then happens then next day which is a sporting event with 1,200 people in the RDS Leinster versus the Dragons Ah okay okay Yeah Yeah. the Welsh Dragons And is that socially distant again I suppose it is Yeah so there's there's, there's, it isn't absolutely confirmed where restrictions are in play but hand hygiene social distancing all that absolutely yeah it won't be like a full stadium June 11th Tallis Stadium Shamrock Rovers Finn Harps Oh go on Snap float your boat Yeah Uh, yeah. 1,000 people at that Um, Let me see let me move Listen a kids play centre outdoor at the moment would float my boat Boat, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just anything. <laughs> Just well, meeting people. I'll tell you what, on June 20th, yeah. you can head to Croke Park for the National League Finals, the Camogie National League Finals. Wow, I'm, I'm there. It'll be 3,000. But the biggest yeah, okay. is uh, 3,500, which will be on June 26th in the Phoenix Park. Now, I was reading about this, okay? So they're not saying who's playing yet no. um, because they're afraid there'll be a run on tickets. So the unfortunate thing is whoever's headlining it will not be very popular. No. Because they don't want too many. So it's really bad. If you get the phone call as a band today, say, will you headline the gig? You know you're about 10th on the list. (laughs) Because they don't want people to go crazy. Because I was reading about this. There'll be no drink, okay? Yeah. There's no food. You have to wear your mask all the time. You have to be socially distant. You'll be in a certain area where you can't. So if you see your mates across the field, you can only text, right? (laughs) Uh, There's time. You get a time to go to the toilet. Okay, and wow. there's only one way in and one way out, so it's it's a, quite a restrictive gig. Do you know what? I'd take it. It's going to be a challenge for the band. Like, who is, you know, it's not going to be take you it. two. I think it's great for the band, captive audience. Well, that's true, actually. Do you yeah, know, yeah. They, can't, they can't say, oh, the, the band was brutal, that's why there's no one here. And the truth is, regardless of who the band is, and I don't mean this in a bad way, if you are, do get the phone call today, uh, people are going to go. It doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. Know, it could be a monkey playing a violin and people will go. People go, as long as you can have a drink, have a laugh. No, you can't have, have a dance. drink. Oh, you can't have a drink. You can't have a laugh. Can you have water? You're not allowed to laugh. <laughs> no, you're not allowed water because then you have to go to the toilet. You're not allowed to laugh. You're not allowed to laugh because laughing spreads things. Oh, for the love of the Lord. No, it's just to see. So you'll stand there on your own just looking up at a monkey playing a violin um, and that'll be it. But right. we're back and it's good. That's it. June 26th, I'm going to Morton Stadium for the Santry Athletics. Okay, well, that's good. That's happening. Um, now, if you are opening up this morning, we'd love to hear from you. 0871880808. So if your hotel is opening, uh, give us an old text now and we'll give you a little mention. Uh, also, just notice there that it's World Nature's Day. In fact, it was uh, pointed out to me uh, by producer Mike that it's World Nature's Day. So if you're getting involved in that at all, you know, just be careful. 
Uh, have you ever I thought you were going to say send pictures there for a second and send which pictures. I was going to jump in on no no don't send pictures no. just be careful so if you've ever been on, on and I was on one of those beaches um, the naked beaches the nude beaches by mistake so was I yeah we've yeah. all done it we're all Irish yeah well I did it in Portugal right so again and I, if you want to celebrate your nakedness I have absolutely no problem with it but this was just frightening because it was just after a storm and I was walking on a beach and it was all a bit stormy or whatever <laughs> and in the distance I saw two guys um, and they were completely naked and I could only see the silhouette right yeah. but they were beach casting so all I could see them was holding their really big fishing rods <laughs> whoa and they were completely naked I just thought that's a bit strange that is very strange it happened to us in Barcelona similar experience apart from the beach casting alright okay <laughs> everything else the same okay let's give away some money Ireland's oh, classic hits and now the hit bit with Supermax whether you're into taco curry cheese or garlic fries we have something for everyone order online available at supermax.ie Hit bit. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a really famous hit. Yes, it is. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, hit. Is it? Hit bit. It's okay. Here we go. Where is it? It's over here. I'm convinced now I know what that is. This morning, just a bolt of lightning came to me when I heard this. So uh, I'm actually going to say it off air because I'm convinced I know what it is. I don't want to give it away. And uh, they won't give me the money. Colin Lawler, good morning to you. Good morning, Colin. How are you? Not too bad. Where are you, Colin? I'm in County Limerick. In County Limerick. What's it like down in County Limerick this morning? A bit overcast now, a bit dull. A bit but, overcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, what do you do for the day? Uh, well, I'm working at the moment, so in Wolfson's Four, working at Bakery. So. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, today is, of course, International Natur- Naturist Day. Have you ever um, got involved in that? Don't know. I, I have, actually. Yeah, I used to go in uh, Portugal there. I used to go beach casting there on, on the... And the, uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> Did you have a particularly large rod? <laughs> uh, just reel me in there, reel me in there. Hey, there it is. Okay, there it is. Five hundred. Thank you for playing along with the whole naked thing there. Five hundred and seventy euros. What is that, Colin Lawler? I think it's a uh, culture club. Do you really want to hurt me? A culture club. Do you really want to hurt me? That's a good guess, but unfortunately, it is wrong. Sorry, oh. man. It's yeah, not no, it. Okay, take care of yourself. Bye bye. Uh, Claire, good morning to you. Morning. Claire, where are you today? I'm in work in the Dublin Port. In Dublin Port. Claire, have you ever been involved in International Naturist Day? No. No, okay, just want to clear that one up. Um, you were never beach casting. No, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> now, 570 euros is yours if you can tell us what the hip it is. Here it is. Here it is. It's there you go. I think it's the Venga boys who like to party. The Venga Boys. My God. I just remember the Venga bus was coming. Uh, and then they started partying. Is it the Venga Boys? Oh, I love the Venga Boys. Love, Everyone loves the Venga loves Boys. the Venga Boys. Now, that's a band that should come back yeah. and play uh, under some ah, restrictions. Yes. Yeah, in the Phoenix Park. In Maybe Phoenix they're Park. being booked in. Maybe it's them. Uh, anyway, it's wrong, unfortunately, Claire. Oh, Sorry. Uh, thanks, Claire. Thank you. Try bye. again, okay? Bye. All right, see you now. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, you can play twice later on. You can play with Niall and then again with Damien, uh, if you know what this is. It's 570 euros, okay? Simple as that. Stay with us. Stay with us. Maroon 5 on the way. Bill Withers on the way. Some celebrity loose as well. And remember, if you're opening up your doors today as a hotel, uh, give us a text or WhatsApp 087 We want to celebrate today. It's the beginning of a new era. Uh, 087 Right, it's 22 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's Ireland's Classic Hits.
Anyway, Celebrity Loose. Okay, here we go. First off, um, Liz Hurley has claimed that, uh, well, she scrubs up very well, apparently. That's what she says. Uh, she claims that she keeps in shape in her 50s by scrubbing her skirting boards. Now, the 55-year-old actress who often thrills fans by posting online in her bikini hasn't been to a gym in 100 years, she says, and credits her active lifestyle to help maintain her figure. She just gets down, gets dirty with the skirting boards. Uh, she also says she's a very active life in her house. She's always running up and down the stairs carrying things and faffing so faffing is a great way of losing calories so she faffs around a lot and she burns a lot of calories now if you think running up and down your stairs is a lot and good for you to burn calories her house is just a little bit different than our houses Uh, Liz has spent lockdown hold up in a 7 million pound mansion with 13 bedrooms 7 bathrooms Um, she bought it originally with her uh, former ex-cricketer boyfriend Shane Warren were they married? yeah they were married Um, and now she has that to clean so she should think of the skirting boards 13 bedrooms 7 bathrooms 7 million pounds the skirting boards is about 17 miles of them so that'll keep her pretty active uh, now Kevin Spacey how do you feel about Kevin Spacey I was just reading an article in Variety magazine and it's why we should never touch Kevin Spacey again and it's uh, talking to producers and directors and even though the man was never actually well he was accused but never convicted on any of the charges many of them being dropped or whatever his name is just a no-no uh, in Hollywood, but a particular director now has hired him, and Kevin Spacey has made a return to acting, starting work on an independent movie in Italy. The US actor, who largely disappeared from the public since 2017, is back on the streets of Turin in Italy where he's making this movie. Uh, Spacey has a small role. The director went out of his way to say he's just a small role to play in this. There was a time when Kevin Spacey was the biggest thing uh, in Hollywood. House of Cards. Everybody had to watch it, and his voice was just... Do you remember that voice? Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. There you go. When you hear the voice, I mean, it was an amazing voice. But would you watch a Kevin Spacey movie? Would you pay money to go to see a Kevin Spacey movie? I actually stopped watching House of Cards because I just couldn't get my head around that there might have been something going on. And it just ruined the entire... I never saw the last series of House of Cards for that reason. Uh, Would you watch it? I don't know. Let's move on to Dolly Spartan. Dolly Spartan. Dolly Spartan. Dolly, 75 years of age, has revealed she remains dolled up even when she sleeps. She said she refuses to clean her face before she goes to bed because she doesn't want people to see her without makeup in case there's an emergency, which means she has to quickly leave her home. It's the same advice that Irish mammies used to give to you to make sure that you always had clean underpants on in case you got hit by a bus, right? Uh, I never know when there's going to be an earthquake or a tornado or a storm and I'm going to have to go out in the middle of the night and I need to look my best. Dolly Parton. She goes to bed with the makeup on. Not only that... Uh, she was asked about her well how does she look so well and how does she keep so good at 75 years of age she said the main ingredients appear to be very little sleep wearing makeup all the time ignoring the gym and vigorously praising the lord and in the best piece of advice she'll get all day she said I'm not big on going to the gym and I'm not particular uh, but sorry I am very particular about who I sweat with so we take a little bit of advice from today's show it is that from Dolly Parton uh, Lucy's a little under the weather this morning, uh, so I'm here. Producer Mike is there. Actually, I'm just thinking, 
It's actually running through her family what she has, so little Jess got it as well. Maybe she's not giving them enough greens. Yeah, possibly. Okay, because yeah. there's a big survey. Now, you have a couple of young ones as well. I do. What age is yours? I have a five-and-a-half-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. I'm okay. exhausted, thank you. Okay, um, because apparently... Uh, they did the survey. Uh, kids don't eat enough greens, obviously. What is it about greens? Is it the colour or what is it? it? Have we just done something mentally to our kids? It's just because when you start giving kids chocolate and sugar, it's all better than natural green food. That's what happens. What about if you make chocolate green? Uh, you know Has what? Has anyone ever done that? Have you ever done a chocolate bar in the shape of a broccoli? You know what? Kit Kat uh, have made green bars. Okay, does it work? So, yeah, of course. Yeah, they eat them all right. No, okay, but it doesn't work as it gets them into other greens, no. no. Uh, they've done a survey, 2,000 parents, right? Uh, children aged between two and six who don't eat enough greens, and it's the ways they sort of convince their kids to oh, eat their yeah. food, the tricks okay. they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any particular tricks? Uh, so, unfortunately, my only trick is to offer a treat. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think most parents do that. Uh, it's to yeah. eat the greens and then eat something, uh, a treat afterwards. If anyone's got a, a few tricks that they use, 0871 here's a few that were used, right? Take a piece of fruit to school uh, to pick your kid up. So, when your kid is starving, the only thing you have is an apple. Okay. It seems like cruelty, but, you know, it could work as well. Yeah, no, it's good. that We do do that. Ah, you do 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 we, that. We do do that. Okay. We only, if we're going out or whatever, we'll just take the bananas. We try to make a f- fruit okay. treat. And does it work? Sometimes it does. Yeah. What about making fruit lollipops? Yeah, I've okay. done that. That's All a right. good idea. Okay. Make ice kept, pops, yeah. Just keep them on the different shelf to the vodka lollipops, yeah. okay? Yeah, that yeah. could be a bit confusing. Uh, whatever meat it is... Just tell them it's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, that's brown chicken there. Yeah. See that? Okay, that's just a big brown chicken. That's minced chicken as well, red <laughs> minced chicken. Oh, no. Why, why? Why just chicken? Okay, allow the children to eat in front of the TV rather than at the table. That is very true, and uh, I have to say we're guilty of that. Yeah, because that, that way they'll eat the broccoli and the other green beans and whatever. Um, uh, tell your children broccoli are trees. Yeah. And they're eating trees. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, actually. Little fellas will like that, won't they? Okay, but then you're into playing with food. So you're into playing with food. So now you have your kids playing with food and watching a lot of telly. Okay, so they're playing with food, watching a lot of telly. And eating chicken a lot. Convinced that everything on the plate is a chicken. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, well, then there's one other one, and I remember this one as one of my kids, and I always thought, this was just weird. You wouldn't do this to anybody. But uh, you have to do the try it once rule, which is, in other words, you say to the kids, you have to eat it before you can make up your mind whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's easier said than done. Though. No, I know it is because you can force feed them anything. That's like going. I think the the milk is sour. Taste it. Yeah. Tell yeah. me if it's sour. But I think if you start forcing it like that, it's a it's a goner. You know, it's it's they're just not going to enjoy it then. Yeah. It's yeah. like take one bite of it, one bite of it, and uh, then you're finished. You're not moving till you eat all of that. There's no button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there has to be easier ways. Just don't use threats, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but the biggest one, which I, we've ne- I never did when mine were young, uh, is let the kids choose which fruit and veg they want in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, involve them. I've heard that before. Involve the child in the meal. But they're going to come home with, like, just pineapples or something, you know. Yeah, but look where we've gone. You're just short of being a hotel. Speaking about hotels opening. Yeah. You're like a hotel these days with children. It's like, what? here's your menu for this morning, children. Ah, yeah, yeah. There's seven different dinners being here. Would you like the continental breakfast or the hot breakfast? She wouldn't trim my broccoli a little bit, though, (laughs) sir. Sir, what's your name? Father. (laughs) Yes, trim the broccoli, father. I tell you, in my day... And I didn't think I'd ever, <laughs> hey, I'd ever use that phrase. Yeah. You were just given food. <laughs> and you ate the food. Or else, if you didn't, the poor children in Africa yeah. would starve. In my day, you were just given stones with salt on them. 
<laughs> and you had no choice. You just ate the stones with the salt on them, and your bowel movements were terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Too much choice these days. So yeah, okay. Uh, if you've got a little trick, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight, you're probably right. There probably is too much choice. But again, that's healthy. They're healthy choices. Uh, we're just talking about food just before 8 o'clock and getting the kids to eat food because there's a little list of the t- top 20 ways of getting your kids to eat food, like tell them all the meat they're eating is chicken for some reason because kids love chicken, and tell them the broccoli are trees. That's just a few of them. Uh, somebody texts in to say that they use Tasting Thursday every week, which is a good one. Tasting Thursday at the supermarket. The children choose the healthy food that they want to taste, which is pretty good. Uh, somebody else said just that. Uh, no, no, that's gone. Okay. Um, which is a few bits and pieces if you have any idea how to get the kids to taste the greens, eat the greens. Anyway, let's see if we can give away some money. It's the Column and Lucy Breakfast Show on Ireland's Classic Hits. And it's time to play Seven Deadly Spins. Spin the wheel, answer seven questions, and win. With Julie Kilmartin's online revision courses and weekly classes, bringing her amazing team of teachers to your home at the click of a button. CKES.ie. Ah, yes, okay. What are we going to do? We're going to spin the wheel and find out how much money you're playing for. You could land on, and we've changed the wheel around. There's bigger amounts on the wheel, folks. It's now 250, 500, 750, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, or 5,000. Uh, they're the numbers on the wheel. We spin it. The lower the amount, the easier the questions. The higher the amount, the harder they get. Uh, answer seven questions correctly in 49 seconds and you win. You must answer all seven questions. There are no passes, okay? And you've got to, no repeating of them either. You've got to get in there as quickly and as soon as you can. This morning, playing is Sarah Mellon. Sarah, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Where are you? I'm good. Um, I'm just pulled in on the way to work. And where is work, Sarah? Uh, I'm a substitute primary school teacher in uh, Greystone. Ah, right, okay. Okay, so this should suit you. This is all general knowledge. Okay, I hope so, anyway. Yeah, have you listened to it before and answered all the questions? Uh, no, I haven't done this particular one, no. Okay, all right, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to spin the wheel, okay? And we'll see exactly how much you're playing for. Here we go, there it goes, there it goes. Now we've got... Got new bits on the wheel, so it could be two thousand or three thousand. Or where is it landing? It, okay, seven hundred and fifty euros. Okay, seven hundred and fifty euros. You're playing for now. Remember, it's seven questions. Really, you got seven seconds for each question. Forty nine seconds on the clock. Uh, are you ready to play? We see you do. Okay, let's go. Teacher, you can't let the team down. Okay. <laughs> okay. I no, hope not. No pressure. Here we go. On which part of the body would a trilby be worn? A which? Sorry. On which part of the body would a trilby be worn? A trilby. Uh, your neck. Which number is prefixed by the word legs when called in a game of bingo? Eleven. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire, burn and cauldron bubble is a quote from which Shakespeare play? Macbeth. In the film Schindler's List, which actor played the character Oscar Schindler? Uh, no. Throw out a name. Uh, Will Smith. <laughs> An Innocent Man and River of Dreams were albums made by which American singer? Oh, no idea. Uh, I'm going to have to pass. Uh, I don't know. Time is up. Time is up. Uh, oh, no, God. No, that you... wasn't very good at all. My God, you, st- you started... I mean, you, you were flying at the start, okay? Well, actually, in fairness... First one you go wrong, you did say a neck. A trilby is a hat. 
Help. So it's worn on your head, but then you were okay. straight in. Okay, we got we got legs uh, for bingo. We got Macbeth. Liam Neeson was Schindler in Schindler's List. Ah, yes. I, act- I actually knew that, but the pressure got to me. Pressure was too much, and then you yeah. faltered. An innocent man and a river of dreams. Billy Joel. Okay. Okay. Uh, never mind. Never mind. They were tough. It's tough when you start when you're playing for them. But uh, the good news is, anyone who is playing this week uh, goes into the draw to win a two night stay in the Georgia Savoy Hotel in Limerick to celebrate the Friends reunion. Uh, they're having a special there for you package. A Friends package includes a midweek stay for two in a deluxe room with dinner and cocktails as well. That could be yours. We're going to do that. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So still, you could come on and you could win that. That could be at the end of the week. All right. Yeah. All okay. righty. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. See you now. Bye-bye. Take care. See It's when you're playing. It's just there's a little bit of pressure. But again, if you were sitting in the car screaming, the answer is 087-188-0008. Why don't you text us and you can register now for seven deadly spins. 087-188-0008. We play it again tomorrow. Uh, Lucy's a little under the weather at the moment, but uh, she's all good. Uh, all will be good in the fullness of time. Uh, now, we we're talking about, uh, Producer Mike, we are talking about uh, food earlier on and getting the kids to eat yeah. all their greens, and you've got a couple of... My kids will just eat anything now, but they're of that age, you know. Okay, right. Thankfully. Do, are your kids, by the way, because they are of that age, are yeah. they quite the healthy eaters? Yeah, they are. My daughter's very, very... <sighs> Holly is crazy healthy. Like, she she works out absolutely everything, and she goes for the carbs and then the protein and the whole I was going to say, do they have protein shakes? Yes, they do. Do have they and they have very they're high quality, uh, none of your muck. Different worlds, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a different world. Like it's a different world from a bottle of coke and a bag of meanies. It, it, it's a totally, and she was a, she was the queen of Haribo at one stage. Yeah, but now she's the queen of protein. Yeah, so, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young play, they're getting healthier. Yeah, so I mean, I suppose even as they were eating all the crap, right? We were still going, oh, now that's crap. Now that's good. We point at the good food. Yeah, they would never <laughs> eat it, but yeah. now at least they're going. Sony said, okay, so we we're trying to be getting your kids to eat greens, right? Uh, new way to get the kids is to uh, make a face out of the vegetables on their plates, right? Okay, right. Spread out the mashed potatoes on the plate. That's yeah. the face. Use the carrot as the eyes. Broccoli turned upside down is the nose. And the carrots for the lips cut into a shape. And in Cork, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and we've done it before. I can say it doesn't work. Okay. Also, what you're doing is you're turning vegetable into a face. So if you want them to be vegetarian, it's not a good idea, really, because <laughs> they're eating a face. <laughs> and the other thing is, we don't eat faces. No, we don't eat faces. Of all the though. animals we eat, you never get a roast face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think all these lengths people are going to, and I'm not saying I'm the perfect parent. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you just got to tell your kid, they got to eat the food or they're getting nothing else. Well, okay. and you'll find the child will go hungry. My Again, my advice all the time is as they're eating crap, right, which they will, just keep pointing at good food. I got to tell you, for having a twenty-three-year-old, it works. Okay, okay, okay. So they're eating crap, and you just go, "Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, but that's good." <laughs> okay. Now, but then, for some people, it doesn't work, right? Because there is a story in the papers today about a couple in England who are the biggest KFC fans ever. Okay. They've just won a trip to go to the first KFC outlet in Kentucky for their first anniversary. All right. <laughs> Jessica and Elliot Caswell James have spent seventeen thousand on KFC. It was their first date. It was their wedding meal. It was their pregnancy cravings. And essentially, they said, this is going to be their honeymoon. I absolutely love that. I love it. KFC. <laughs> so, there is a head of superfans in KFC, and his name is Professor Ken Tucky. Oh, okay? right. So, Professor Kenneth uh, said that we looked around, and they were absolutely the biggest superfans in the entire world. I was just liking fast food and... 
Like, would you would you have your wedding there? How you do you, how do they know they've spent seventeen thousand? I don't know. They, they must have sort of guessed, or maybe you had to produce all your bank receipts. I love that. I think that's brilliant. And by the way, I have to say, I do love KFC myself. Um, so I can see where they're going. People get very passionate about fast food. I understand they do, that. Yeah. Well, KFC are very clever at marketing because you know the number one meal in Japan on Christmas Day is KFC. I heard that before. Yeah, and it was to do a promotion years and years ago when they launched KFC. Basically, you got a free bucket for nothing, right? Yeah. Japanese loved it. Became tradition, and now you order your KFC for your for your Christmas dinner. Love it. What I love about KFC is they kind of have the attitude: you're going for unhealthy food, go full on in. You want a coke? <laughs> Here's a liter of Yeah, coke. go for the food. You want some yeah. beans? Here's a bowl of beans. I know, it's the only food in the world <laughs> that comes in a bucket. Yeah, you want some chicken? Here's a bucket of chicken. Usually hours later when you've had a bad meal, it ends up in a bucket. But no, they get it right. <laughs> they just serve they it in the bucket. They just go, let's go for it. None of this diet stuff, none <laughs> of the small. Let's go full in. Uh, all right, stay with us. Still to come. Um, oh yeah, classic kids on the way. We're playing for 200 euros now. Uh, toy store voucher of your choice in uh, Little Holly Talks. That's on the way. This is where the kids take over the radio. It's theirs completely, whatever they want to do with it. It's time for Little Holly Talks on Classic Kids. We are playing for a €200 Euro voucher for a toy store of your choice. Uh, it's a nice prize. Little Holly, nice prize that? you like? Nice that? prize. Thank you very much. Uh, Zara is nine and she's from Tala. Zara's going to play. Good morning, Zara. Good morning, Colm. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good, how are you? Well, I'm fine, thank you very much. I have a sore ankle, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, but other than that, I'm okay. So what are you doing today, Zara? I am going to school. Ah, okay, so what school do you go to? St. Martin de Porres. That's, a, that's an amazing school. Often voted the best school in the entire world. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, what's happening with you today? Is there a special day in school? Uh, well... Today we're doing like a little sports day. Okay, just a little sport, not a big sports day, just a little sports day. Yeah. Okay, so what's going to happen in the little sports day? Like we're going to be throwing wellies. Whoa, 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 you're going to be throwing wellies? Yeah. And who do you throw them at? Do you throw them at the teachers? No. <laughs> okay, who do you throw them at? So like we have, uh, whoever can get the furthest. Okay, and do you bring your own wellies or do you just borrow somebody's wellies? Well... If, if you don't have a welly, then you could probably borrow somebody else's. All right, okay. And have you been practicing? How far can you throw a welly, Zara? I don't know. This is your first welly competition ever? Uh, no, we don't um, it before the other sports days. All right, okay. Uh, and what else? Other th- For this little sports day, will you be doing something else other than throwing wellies? We'll be... I'll be... Um, do- there is a photographer coming to school today. Yeah. And is he going to take a picture of you throwing a welly? No. All right, okay. Well, listen, don't hit him with the welly, because that'd be bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I hear also, Zara, that you like to play the drums. Yeah. How long have you been playing the drums? For about a year. Wow, okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, and who's your favourite drummer? Um, my daddy. Your daddy's your favourite drummer. Uh, and do you listen to a lot of different bands and all the drummers and watch them on uh, YouTube yeah. and stuff, yeah? See, I play the drums as well, Zara. Yeah. Uh, I, I have them here with me. Will I just play a little bit of drums for you? Yes, please. Okay, hang on a second. I'll just, there you go. Just, just, just tuning them up here now. Just, can you do this on the drums? Would you be as good as that? Ah, okay. What do you I think? Just, 
I just do four four. Four five in a second. I just have to hit this drum. What do you think, Sarah? What do you think about drumming, Sarah? Hey. Can you hear me, Sarah? Yeah. My drumming, Sarah. <laughs> hey, I'll just turn off my drums. That's the way they work, really. So here we go, Sarah. We're going to play for something amazing. We're playing for a €200 Euro toy store voucher of your choice. What's the first toy you'd buy if you won this voucher? Um, Barbies. Barbies, OK. I thought you were going to say wellies. Uh, <laughs> so there's three clues. Let's have a listen to Little Holly and the clues again, Sarah. Here's clue number one. I like the colour of them. OK. Clue number two. There are lots of them. Ah. And clue number three. I like their shape. Okay, Zara, what do you think little Holly's talking about? Poppets. You think she's talking about poppets? Yeah. Okay, is it poppets little Holly talks? They come in lots of different colours. No, 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 I just want to know, is she right or wrong, please? Is it poppets? No, you ain't getting a cat. Ah, uh, sorry, Zara, it's not poppets. Sorry about that. Uh, but okay. Th- thank you so much for playing. Have a great day. Don't hit anybody with the wellies and keep drumming, okay? <laughs> Okay. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, Stay with us in the next hour. We're actually going to be going to a hotel and speaking to Hotel Live as they open up their doors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also in the next hour, you're going to bring us the most boring man in the world. Yes. That's not you. I was just going to say it's not me. It's not you. No, okay. Um, And also we got uh, Celebrity Loose coming up, actually, featuring Kate Winslet, U2, and Sinead O'Connor, which means I don't have time, really, to talk about Paul Shamus, who's 59 years of age and has just now proclaimed that he has the oldest blank in the entire world. The oldest blank. The oldest. So what is the oldest? He is the oldest. This is the oldest blank of the entire world and he keeps it in his freezer. Okay. What would he keep in his freezer? This is got to be... If you get this, I'll actually give you 500 euros The in oldest cash. bag of oven chips. The oldest bag of oven chips, you say? Yeah. Not the oldest bag of oven chips. The, oh, I know what it is. The oldest ice pop. Ah, no, it's not the oldest ice pop. He puts a book in his freezer. Why would you put a book in your freezer? Because he's weird. No, you're weird. Um, no, it's not that. He has the oldest, so, and I'll tell you how old it is, okay? Right. So it's 45 years old, this thing, and it's the oldest of its kind it's in a, the entire world. It's not a person, is it? No, he hasn't got a person in his freezer, but good guess. But it's wrong. Uh, and he keeps it in his freezer. One more. Um, is it a big freezer or a small little drawer oh, freezer? <laughs> is it a fish? There's the, what? Is it a fish? That'd be good, actually. Is it a fish? The oldest frozen salmon in the entire world. Is that it? Is it a fish? No, it's not a fish. Uh, I'll tell you after news, if you want to guess, oh eight seven one double eight trouble zero eight. but no listener is going to get 500 euros because I wouldn't have really given it to uh, Mike anyway. Oh. Uh, but if you want to guess, and we'll do oh eight seven one double eight trouble zero eight. It's 45 years of age. It's the oldest in of its kind in the world. Paul spotted it when he was two years of age. Wow. Yeah, and he grabbed it and he put it in his freezer. (laughs) (laughs) You're intrigued, aren't you? What the heck is this? Yeah. Okay, I will tell you after news. What is the oldest thing that he has? Uh, And if you want to text, if you want to play, do. If you don't, I don't really care, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know the answer. (laughs) Uh, Also, the most boring man in the world is on the way. Michael Jackson is on the way and Amy Winehouse on the way as well. No, no, Mick is just straight in. Is it a... It's not the oldest biscuit in the world. Why would you put it in a freezer? I don't know, mate. Is it a shoe? No, it's not a shoe. Why would you put it in a freezer? I don't know. It'll make sense when I tell you. 
Now, just before nine o'clock, uh, Mike, I did mention that we didn't have much time to talk about this guy, mm-hmm. but now he's become the centerpiece of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so his name is Paul Shames. He's 49 years of age. He's from California, and in his freezer, he has the oldest blank in the entire world. Now, you guessed shoe, body. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, everything you guessed was completely and absolutely wrong. Uh, some people, actually, a lot of people went with the Easter egg. Okay, so he found it as a child, though. Did you not say that? He did. So, uh, forty-five years. No, it's forty-five years old. So, as a child, it, when he found it, it was he. He sort of was there, and he made it, and he put it in the freezer, and it's there forty-five years later. Now, people thought it was it was a Easter egg, so it's not because a lot of people put the Easter eggs in there. He made Christmas it. Tea. Yeah, he made it. Well, look, a few people have a right, so I'll tell you what it is. Right. So, this man has the oldest snowball. Ah, right. And it's in his freezer. That is very cool. So, Well, it's very cold, actually. <laughs> so it's 45 years ago. He's in California. It snowed in California 45 years ago. Okay. So it never snowed before, obviously, in California. He's a little fella, and he's going, that's weird. He makes a snowball, sticks it in the freezer, and it's still there. Do you know what? That is very cool. I don't think that man is boring at all. No, he's not. No, you're going to be doing the most boring man soon. Yeah, that's right. But the point is, then, uh, where, where actually does his snowball finish... And the actual ice in the freezer start. Because if it's in there for 45 years, it's going to have all the other ice around it from the freezer. Yeah, true enough, yeah. Didn't, didn't, don't think anyone has thought that far. Yeah, I mean, if you put <laughs> peas in and left them there for a year, and when you take them out, they are, you know, they're, they're riddled with ice. Or if, is one day it going to come that he's going to take it out and actually use it? Because now, you know, it's so old, can he ever use it? As in throw it at somebody? As in throw it at someone's <laughs> head. You've been hit by a 45-year-old snowball. Yeah. I don't know. There, There's so many questions. There's so many questions. We need to get this guy on the phone. <laughs> be brilliant, wouldn't it? And then maybe just if we could get a photo of the oldest snowball in the world. But anyway, that's it. It's the oldest snowball in the world. It's 45 years old, and that man has it in California. I hope there's no wee in it or bird poo or something Well, see, like I was that. actually, when we were playing Coldplay Yellow, and I was going to say to you, <laughs> there was a clue in the title. Okay, a little bit of showbiz news, a little bit of showbiz gossip. Uh, and let me start with Kate Winslet, okay? Now, if you have not seen, and everyone's talking about it that has seen it, but if you have not seen the mayor of Easttown, mayor of Easttown, uh, which is on Sky Atlantic, HBO, and on Now TV. It's probably the finest piece of TV that I've seen in 20 years. Now, and I don't say that lightly. If you've seen it, if you watched it, it finished last Monday, you'll know what I mean. She's a cop. She plays a cop in it. It's in a gritty drama. It's a, she's got a really dysfunctional family life. There's a lot going on. And uh, then there's a couple of murder cases. Uh, it's just the way it's done. It's the way it's acted. It's the storyline. You are just engrossed with it. And she is absolutely brilliant. If there are awards, whatever show this goes into for awards, they will win awards for this. You get a chance to see it. It's called Mayor, because her name is Mayor. Mayor of Easttown. Anyway, Kate Winslet has said that she's done with stripping on screen. Good one, Kate. Uh, she's 45 and she's calling a close to raunchy scenes in her career which included her reclining naked in Titanic's uh, with Leo DiCaprio um, so that he could draw her uh, naked, her portrait I can't remember her in any other movie actually being nude I can there's no list here or whatever but anyway she says I think my days are getting a little bit numbered of doing nudity I'm just not that comfortable doing it anymore it's not even really an, a thing an age thing it just comes a time where you go nah I'm not going to do that now there's a slightly little tiny bit of nudity in this she's actually with Guy Pierce, who people might remember from Neighbours years and years and years ago uh, he stars on this as well and does a pretty good job of it. I've got to say just again if you haven't seen it 
Mayor of Easttown, put it on your list. You will not come back and give out to me, I guarantee you. You two are going crazy at the moment. They just want to get out and perform. That's according to Steve Lillywhite. So Steve is the legendary producer who has uh, produced many of the bands uh, and they do, uh, many of their albums. And he said that they're actually recording at the moment, doing a lot of recording, but they just want to get out and get on stage again. And as soon as everything opens up, he's convinced you 2 will announce a world tour. Um, and he's actually helping them produce some stuff at the moment. Now, what I didn't know was that Bono and The Edge released We Are The People, which is the official U2, uh, sorry, the official UEFA 2020 song. Of course, the Euro 2020s are happening next week in 2021. Same thing with the Olympics. Everything's just sort of pushed forward by a year, but they still hold their old date. Confusing? Slightly. Anyway, here's a little, here's a little piece of uh, the official song, We Are The People, for uh, the Euro 2020s. We are the people of the open head The streets of Dublin to Nazareth We'll build it better than we did before We are the people we've been waiting for There you go. You're going to hear so much of that when the Euro starts. They start Friday week, don't they? I think it's uh, Italy against Turkey in the Olympia Stadium in Rome is the first game. And there's some cracking games as well. Uh, but you 2 that's the official song for the Euros. I presume then when it opens up on TV, every show will have that in the background. Um, it's not bad, actually. Now, finally, Sinead O'Connor's been everywhere at the moment. She's all over TV in England and radio because she's uh, launching a new autobiography, Rememberings, which I'd say is a pretty good read. But she revealed on television that she used to work as a kissogram. I remember remember that. I remember reading it years and years ago when uh, Nothing Compares to You came out. She revealed that she had been a kissogram. She used to dress in a naughty nun's costume. The Nothing Compares to You hitmaker revealed that she would wear the racy outfit while reading aloud French poetry in a pizza restaurant. Just put it all together. Just put all of that together, okay? Uh, she said when she was 16, she was a terrible kisser because I was very shy. And in Ireland in those days, everyone had to have a job. So I got a job in a pizza place. I don't know why, uh, but I was there and I used to wear an outfit and I would do a kissogram. My favourite was the Naughty Nun. It was a full-length nun's outfit, cut out of the back. Uh, it was all cut away and you had garters and everything. And then you'd read a poem in a terrible French accent. It was awful. Wow. And then, wow, she really went into detail here. And then you'd put a pair of knickers on a fella's head. Uh, now, of course, it was about five years later that she shot to fame. She's only 23 when she shot to fame with Nothing Compares to You. Her book is out at the moment called Rememberings. Uh, the people are saying it's actually a pretty good read. Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, the kiss girl. When you think about it, she went from wearing a nun's outfit to ripping up the picture of the Pope on stage. Well, well, here we are. We've arrived eventually. Today's a very positive day in our journey of this pandemic, and it has been some journey. Uh, hospitality has reopened for leisure guests. Uh, hotels and guest houses can also provide indoor dining for residents. Uh, so let's go to the heart of it today and go live to a hotel. Daphne Green is general manager of the four-star Green Hills Hotel in Limerick. She's on the line. Daphne, good morning to you. Good morning, Colm, and thanks for inviting me on. No problem at all. So I feel like I'm at the checkout desk now, ready to uh, check in, so if my room is ready. So how are things at the moment down in the hotel? Yeah, things are great. Look, there's a great sense of uh, excitement, anticipation mm. uh, of what's to come. You know, we've gone through a, a difficult, um, yeah. nearly 18 months at this stage. But you know what? There's great positivity, and I think uh, we can only have better times ahead. So Absolutely. It's, so uh, it's all, all bells and whistles. 
It's been five months, really, probably since well, Christmas Eve you guys were open, so it's been a long five months. How do you keep a hotel? Like, were you open for uh, business travellers or whatever? How do you keep it going? Well, I suppose, look, uh, going back last March, we made a decision kind of early on that, uh, you know, we were going to sort of try and face this head on. Yeah. Uh, and not close our doors and uh, and keep the hotel open. So we stayed open for, on, we went online very, very quickly, obviously, with our food offering. Yeah. You know, we did sort of delivery service to people. We took in essential businesses. But right. that was all sort of just keeping the wood from the door. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you know? After Christmas, obviously, we, we when we opened at Christmas initially, things were very good. It was very busy. I think everybody was very busy. Yeah. But obviously, all signs on, that caused an issue as well. So, um, you know, from Christmas to now, mm. we have stayed open. Uh, you know, we've tried to, I suppose, innovate, uh, coming up with different things. Like mm. over Christmas, we created an online Christmas shop. We did afternoon tea dessert boxes. All that type of stuff to keep us going and keep uh, the yeah. staff and link with the staff which is really uh, important to us absolutely uh, keep the now, doors open you know I'm just looking there Daphne you guys have been open for 54 years yeah, uh, so, so, wow so that's been a long time and, and you, the family have been in hospitality since 1915 so was this this last year was probably the craziest in your entire existence well certainly you know when I say for me and certainly like my father who's 88 uh, I suppose for him it was it was uh, very unusual yeah. in his lifetime he'd never seen anything like that and I remember him saying on, on Christmas Eve at whatever time we were meant to close 3 o'clock he said oh my god in 70 years I've never had to close the door on Christmas Eve at 3 wow. o'clock you know? yeah. so it yeah. was they are still the time we'll look th- we're getting back and today yeah. is a positive day so what about bookings have people been booking in or ringing up or making inquiries yeah, absolutely. The phones are, are very busy. Obviously, Good. we're coming to the bank holiday weekend. So this weekend is going to be great. I mean, obviously, you know, I think across the board, there's there's plenty of room yeah. for, for, for people to, to make bookings for staycations. I mean, Limerick, where, 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 you know, I suppose I've never had uh, as much time to walk around the city right. here and uh, to see what it is we can offer and give people. And Limerick is really a fantastic uh, it is a beautiful city. Beautiful it, city. It really is. And also, you want the beach? You jump in the car and you're 45 minutes, you're in the Hinge, uh, you're in yeah. the or you're in Belly Bunyan. So I think we have it all in Limerick. I know, so absolutely. And hopefully this summer people will make those choices and, and go to places that they've probably never been to before or, or go to places that has been like 20 years since they've been there. And, uh, and, and Limerick is on that list with so many other great cities in Ireland as well. Yeah, and I, and I think one thing is important, Colm, I suppose, look, and this is something that the hotel business have always sort of uh, got kind of fought against, is yeah. this idea of rip-off Ireland. I mean, I was only looking this morning, just before I came on to you. I mean, I just can speak from our own perspective and other Limerick hoteliers. I mean, there's great offers there in terms of, like, we have a three-night family stay starting at four, five, nine. I mean, really, I don't yeah. think you're going to get much better than that. And I know my fellow hoteliers in Limerick are offering super rates. So I think people just need to get onto the hotel, just, book yeah, the rest. And, absolutely. You know, see what's out there. Just click and, and, and see what's there. It's going to be a busy day. Uh, Daphne Green, General Manager of the Four Star Green Hills Hotel in Limerick. Thanks for taking the call. Great to see you guys back in business. Doors open, okay? Thanks, Solemn. Thanks, uh, Solemn. Always the best to you in Limerick. Yeah, you have a busy day ahead of you and a busy few Thank months, you. hopefully. Daphne, take care of yourself, all right? Bye-bye. Okay, there you go. That's down in uh, Limerick. And to all the hotels that have opened their doors, doing breakfast, getting their rooms ready, well done. It's great to see you uh, guys back. Hotels, so important. Restaurants, indoor dining, all of that. It's really important. Uh, and well done. 
The producer, Mike, we have this story about, um, he calls himself the Britain's dullest man. Yeah, I love this. Because he's just spent the last ten years uh, taking photographs of over a hundred prisons so he can create a prison calendar. <laughs> but not only that, the man who dubbed himself the most boring man in Britain has also put together calendars featuring car parks and roundabouts. Wow. Sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Yeah. It absolutely does sound brilliant. And there's there's lots of these dull guys out there. Ah, is there? Okay. There are, yeah. Uh, there are a few more calendars. I've looked up that car parks calendar, actually. You can yeah. get it at a bargain for €12. Euro. €12? Yeah, right. And I know you think it's ridiculously boring. And probably in your mind you're thinking, yeah, you know, I, am, I don't yeah. know, an open-air car park yeah. or whatever. Uh, but this is multi-story stuff. Oh, this right, is okay. supermarket stuff. This is unusual car parks. It's actually quite exciting. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> there are also uh, the same guy, right? He's yeah. not only doing his prison, his car parks, and his roundabouts, uh, but he did post boxes from around he Wales. didn't, did he? Post just just from Wales. Just from Wales. Just Specific that. Yeah, just wow. uh, post boxes from around Wales. And he was in the news recently for not selling a single copy. Ah, uh, no. So like, he, yeah, he didn't sell one copy. Not even the local postman could have bought a copy. because no, no one cared. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. No one cared. Uh, there is, I mean, it depends on which way you go with this one, but there is a calendar called Toilets from Around the World. Yeah, okay. Which I think is actually kind of cool. Because, do you? Yeah, I do. Now, I'm weird. Uh, but it's not just, you know, it's not just the port yeah. on the local building site here. Uh, it's actually kind of exciting toilets. <laughs> Can you make a toilet exciting? Like it's a toilet on the top of a mountain or oh, okay. it's a toilet in the Serengeti or something ah, like that. Oh, right, right, okay. Just randomly there. Yeah, which this one is not very exciting. But if you want to uh, get the 2018 calendar yeah. of cranes, <laughs> you can get that. So a guy has photographed cranes. Yeah, okay. From around Britain. Um, abandoned mattresses is another one. Abandoned mattresses? Yeah, they're just pictures of abandoned mattresses. There's a ba- There are, unfortunately... Yeah, there are millions, shipping, yeah. There are loads of abandoned mattresses around the place, and it's just pictures of sad mattresses. Just It's just juxtaposed against what? Beautiful buildings are just lying on the no, ground. No, they're just lying on the ground. Wow. Yeah, okay. in alleyways and all that stuff. And it goes from January to December. All the way through, yeah. And is the one in December covered with snow? <laughs> I didn't see the December one, but that would be a good idea. God. And it explains where they are and all of that stuff. Oh, that's well, really sad more excitement you can get out of that uh, and also telegraph poles is another one um, ah. so it's just photographs of telegraph poles <laughs> and then there's really weird calendars uh, like I, I feel a bit disgusted saying this but it Go is on. it's cats and dogs right yeah but it's what they're doing in the calendar ah uh, no the yeah. are they doing it with each other no no it's not uh, No, it's so not, they're mating no it's not hoo-ha no oh what it's, are they doing they're pooing ah for no no <laughs> that's the calendar you don't want to get no there's nobody is going to go oh my god it's just what I always wanted <laughs> I think we all know what we're getting Colin yeah. for Christmas ah uh, no 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 um, so there's just a few of the exciting calendars out there and if you're stuck remember there's also the Kylie Minogue calendar and the Cliff Richard one as well.